survivors it's tracy thank you for coming back for another episode of 30 flirty and surviving i have with me today our very first repeat offender we have a guest returning to the studio she was here about six or seven months ago and i am thrilled to have her be with me again today we know her we love her you guys know i'm obsessed with her products but a lot has been going on since we last chatted with her so she's gonna get us up to speed she's gonna tell us all the good stuff that she has going on and then we're going to have a little girl chat, too. So please let me reintroduce to you Miss Jacqueline Gwelly <laughs> of Jack's Skincare. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I need to start with a formal apology because since your last episode, the clip has gone around like a thousand times of me telling you that I hate Tauruses. And I, it's so funny because it was just a piece of that little conversation. And I go on to explain it in the show, but I feel like that 30 second clip is just, I hate Tauruses. And I need you to know that I'm very sorry for that, but also just reiterate that you really truly have changed my perspective on Tauruses. Well, yeah, and no, I never took it personally. I, <laughs> Wait, your exact words were, I'm personally offended. So, uh, okay, I took it personally at the time, but then I was like, no, it's you. We're friends. You could say whatever you want. Thank you. Safe zone. No, I get it, but I'm glad I changed your perspective. You definitely, definitely did. So thank you very much for that. Normally, I would ask the basic questions, but we've kind of already been over them. So let's just um, quickly see if there's any changes. You were 27. Have we had a birthday? Are we 28 now? Are we still 27? I'll be 28 next month. 28 next month. Yeah. Okay. That's still the same. Um, your relationship status? Single. <laughs> still the, the same? <laughs> cool, cool. Hint, hint. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit later, which I cannot wait for. Um, But okay, I think that that's the only things that would have changed. I mean, where you were born and raised hasn't changed. You're clearly still a Taurus. Yes. So (laughs) I think we're good there. We're all caught up. Um, But ma'am, there has been a lot of things going on with Jack's skincare. And I feel like last time we really talked about how you've also done, you know, a little bit of fashion, a little bit of interior design, but that little bit of each of those have really just taken off. And now it's full blown like house of Jack's. I mean, you have Jack's skincare, you always will, but you have a full e-commerce website now where people can buy Mm -hmm. fashion pieces and clothing. Um, So I want to talk about how this all got started and um, what really sort of perpetuated the transition to build up those different areas yeah so I decided to open a brick and mortar in September of last year and um, really I never wanted to open a store I wanted to in the future I never thought it was going to be the right time so I was just like let's do it now yeah I was walking down Dartmouth Street and there was a vacant sign and I actually used to work on the corner of where this spot was So it's the same landlord, and I was like, wow, wouldn't that be crazy, like full circle, to come back and work here in my own store. And um, so I called the landlord, and next thing you know, I had the keys like a week later, and I was renovating. I didn't really think about it. As you know, I'm very, you know, chuck muck on these things. I just get right down to business. I opened a store, and then it was actually going to be called Jack's skincare or just Jack's or something. And I was like, no, that like kind of closes me in if I want to do something else with the space. So I was like, I always wanted to use one of um, the names that I thought of house of Jack's and it kind of encompasses everything that I have and love interior fashion, um, skincare, obviously, and like home decor and all of this stuff. 
Yeah, I feel like House of Jacks before, and correct me if I'm wrong, was really just for the interior design space, right? Correct, yeah. And now it's giving this like Gucci, Dior, <laughs> sophisticated, you know, like the House of Gucci. It's, yeah. it's the House of Jacks. <laughs> it's this very elevated brand name, but it truly encompasses all the different areas rather than just having yeah. the one, um, which is really, really neat. What was it like getting a store renovated and ready for customers? Um, well, luckily, I had the help of my my parents. <laughs> my dad's really handy. So Thanks, Dad. We literally painted it ourselves. We banged out like two weeks and just painted. Like mm-hmm. each wall took like 18 coats. I never want to paint anything ever again <laughs> after that. My mom helped with like other things and everyone was just like pitching in to get this place open because like the sooner we could open the sooner we could like really start making sales and um so we did all the work ourselves you can you can ask me the paint colors you can come in and like people do I mean it is what we I do I renovate homes so this was like pretty pretty easy um and then just we brought in all the inventory and then I was just like thrown into the sales world which I've like never really done yeah and I I'm not really a good salesperson to be honest because I'm so honest I'm like I you don't need that or that doesn't look good on you you know and then I was like wait no this could be our thing like we're brutally honest like I'm not gonna have you come into my shop and just sell something to you that I don't like on you or that you don't like you don't feel comfortable in like we're here to tell you what looks good, what doesn't look good. And that's like kind of our thing now. People appreciate that. Yeah. That, I think that that's all about building that loyalty for like long-term customers too. I always will say if you, as long as you're honest with me, whether I like your answer or not, I'm going to respect yeah. it and I'm going to respect you. So I would rather keep coming back to that person who maybe I felt a little insecure after because you said it didn't look good on me. But like, at (laughs) least I know that when it does look good, it's going to really look good because you're always going to be honest. And I, those are the people that I think people want to keep coming back to because people, it's hard to discern on yourself to have that third party perspective is so helpful. It's crucial. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's been working out. I mean, we're like, Working in some really intimate areas, people are putting clothes on their body. People are very, you know, insecure about that. We're working with skin. People are insecure about their skin, about their age. Um, So, you know, it's a safe space and, you know, we joke and whatever. And I don't like any negativity. I hate when people come out of the dressing room and like, oh, you know, this and that. I, I hate that. So I'd rather us be more like positive about it. But yeah, no, there's no time for that. There's no, <laughs> no time for that. And for every piece that doesn't look great on you or is not your favorite, there's a million more that will. So, true. so I think you just have to have that perspective, which Good is great. Um, I had the pleasure of attending your grand opening. So I've been in the shop. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's very, I mean, very South End. I feel like it has the little bit of industrial with like the, um, what is it? The staircase banister. Is that the right word? And then, you know, the brick wall, there's like the woods, different textures and different elements. It's so cute. It's like the perfect size. I love that all the product is on display. So there's two levels, right? The first level is really a lot of the the skincare and Mm -hmm. a lot of the artwork, right? right? And then upstairs, is that where, because I don't think you had a dressing room when I was there. Is that new? No. So yeah, I don't think you've seen the upstairs. We completely like renovated into a boutique. So it's like a private shopping boutique now. Yeah. We have like a bar and we have um, a cute little dressing room. You could bring your friends and do like a private shopping experience. We have stylists that work for us. I can style you. You can kind of like pick depending on who's your style. We all have a little bit of a different like vibe. I love that. Yeah. So it's really fun. Um, and it's a beautiful space and it's just like an easy space to just feel comfortable and like, you know, do your thing up there or we can leave you alone. You can do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want, whatever you want. Is the, is that experience like an appointment only thing or can anyone walk in for that? You can walk in. Um, we do have appointments. It's better to make an appointment, but you don't have to. Um, yeah, you could just come in. So talk to me a little bit about the clothing first. So where are you getting these pieces from and how are you selecting the wardrobe? Yeah, so I have very specific like uh, kind of 
taste and what everything comes into the shop. Um, basically, I'm buying from the brands directly. So all of the brands that you see, um, some of them are much bigger than others. Some of them you'll recognize. Um, others are really, really small, like women owned or from international brands that you would probably never hear of. And I love that portion of it. Um, so right now we only have international brands in store and um, we have every price range. So that's kind of cool too, every size run. Um, and basically I just curate of what I would like. It's yeah. that simple for me. I don't have a very wide range of like what I wear and what I like. So it's very easy to pick. It's like one of the easiest jobs is curating for the shop because it's literally called House of Jacks. And I'm like, I like, like that, I want me. that. Yeah, one and for I do had one for me most of the time. Um, but yeah, so basically it's, it's a, that's the best part. That's truly the best part. I love that it's boutique brands because everyone can pretty much guarantee that there's going to be a very limited number of people who will have the same outfit, the same pieces as you. It's probably brands that people haven't heard of or wouldn't normally shop at. Right. So that's a really cool element of it as well, where it feels a little bit more individualized and not like a mass yeah production of clothing where you go to a restaurant, you go to an event and someone else, oh, I have that, or I was wearing it from across the bar. How would you describe this style though? I know that it's pieces that you like, but um, when people are thinking about the collection, is there a look and feel that you kind of gravitate towards? Yeah, we really focus on like fit um, because I just believe in like fit and we're getting a tailor to be like, kind of our personal tailor so you can take it to our tailor and um, because we promote that so much, the fit of everything. So fit, quality, um, we don't do huge quantities. Mm -hmm. So there's only like four or five pieces that come into the shop and only in a couple of sizes. So, you know, it really does matter to like jump on those pieces because we can't, the, everything's cut to order. We can't really get it back. Um, and the style is very just unique in the sense that it's it's it has like a little bit of a European flair. It's nothing you're going to see in Boston. I can promise you that Boston needs like some edge. We need some coolness factor. All these, you know, other brands that are just it, it just feels very overdone or you could see it out and I can name where that's from or something. Mm -hmm. I want you to kind of feel different and really like confident in those choices um because if you're not shown those choices you you don't have like you don't know that you have them right yeah. it, unless you're gonna like go and search for them that's my job I bring them to you and you can <laughs> you can pick and choose but it's very elegant very sophisticated um very sexy we do a lot of things that you know kind of push the limits for Boston which I love that mm -hmm. was one of the goals you know we have lingerie we have sex toys can you say that <laughs> is that all right to mention sex toys we sell everything, so. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, no, the people need to know. That's they amazing. To know. That's and amazing to go yeah, to lingerie. Exactly. We have everything for like a date night. It's really fun. I, what I love most just taking a look at some of the pieces on the website is also the versatility. I know you're saying that there's some sex sexiness there, which for sure there is, but because of a lot of the pieces have that like classic elegance to them, they can easily transition to. So you may wear like one of the pants and a top with a blazer over it, and that can get you like buy in the office, but then you pop that blazer off and mm -hmm. you're good to go for dinner. And I think that's the, like what people look for the most, right? right. Is uh, people don't have the time to go home. I know me, if I go home after work, well, I work from home, but like theoretically speaking, when right. I used to work in the office, like if I would go home, then I'm home for the night. So if I had to go home and change and then go out, it's just difficult. And I also hate like, getting dressed in the morning and then hoping that it takes me like all the way because you just feel like yucky. Yeah. So it's nice when you can just take a layer off, right? And then you feel like you have a fresh new outfit yeah, on again. For sure. So that's really nice. We also like when you come into the shop, which I think kind of like sets us apart from other stores is when we style you, we're telling you like 12 other ways to wear the skirt that you probably haven't thought of or don't want to take the time to think of yeah. because it's annoying and people don't know how to style themselves and that's totally fine. That's what we do. 
<laughs> for being honest, it's true. No, everyone comes in and they say, oh, I don't know how to wear this. We'll yeah. tell you 12 different ways. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest mistake people are making? Honestly, there's no mistakes in fashion. You can literally just wear it and be so confident. I think the biggest mistake is like people put things on. They're like, I don't like how I look in this. And I'm like, stand up straight, <laughs> cuff your sleeves, push this up, put on a heel <laughs> yeah, and get out there. Like you can do it. It's you know? like the zhuzhing. Yeah. And that's really what we show. And we're like, okay, do you have a black bag? Do you have this? Like, you know, we, we kind of build that staple wardrobe. Um, but yeah, no, I wear some crazy stuff. All the girls in the shop wear, like, really push the boundaries. All the stylists there, I love. They've never come in not wearing anything because they're so they're so confident and they yeah. so, they're so good at what they do. Um, so that's really all it is. But yeah, I think it's that's. That's, that's what I would say. Yeah. But also, too, I think that it's the fit, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I've had stylists on the show before, and we've also had girls who we talked about, like, body image and stuff. And I think one of the biggest mistakes is either we're trying to stay in that size down because it feels more comfortable than going up a size, when in reality, if you just moved up, it would have fit you like so much better right and it would have looked that much better so not being afraid to do that and then also same thing like if like for me with my chest like I have to go up a size in a lot of shirts but then they don't fit me right so it's like the tailoring so that Mm -hmm. it's still not too oversized so if it's bringing it in in certain places or just going up a size here I feel like those are the things that make a huge difference it's not even just that oh that shirt doesn't look good on you it's just we need to make sure it's fitting you properly yeah and I I realized and it's it's even more apparent now that I'm buying the clothes Every brand mm-hmm. has a different size run. Totally. Especially if you're doing like a lot of European fashion and too. And then you add in the international brands mm-hmm. and it's like even more bizarre. So people pull something and I'm like, they think it's really small and they want to go up a size and they feel really bad about it and they get discouraged. And I'm like, don't look at the sizes. Pick yeah. one out, start there. <laughs> we'll go from there. We'll yeah. figure out the rest because every brand is different and then every country is different sizing so it's just don't if I'm I could be a large in one thing and an extra small in another so don't get discouraged there is no universal size chart and I agree also like I've been every size in the book I know a lot of people don't know this about me but I used to be like much heavier (laughs) when like I was in high school um and I was probably like 30 to 40 pounds heavier than I am now. Really? I've been every size in the book. I've been so, so small that I like wanted to gain weight to be heavier so people wouldn't make fun of me. Then they started making fun of me for being too heavy. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be the size that I want because you can't make anybody happy. And now working with this store, I, I can connect with people that way because I'm like, okay, you just have to, you know, be comfortable yeah. Um, because it's really up to you and to dress yourself well because that's what I did through all those years. Yeah. And I never cared. <laughs> I love that attitude. Yeah. It's so important to have. And honestly, I think once you just appreciate who you are and your body and whatever size that yeah. may be, like, you know, I go for an extra large in things because I want it to be oversized or and like this, the size won't scare you as much if you just focus on loving who you are. And I think that you're helping people to do that, which is really special. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So what happens if I fall in love with something and you're out of my size? Is it like your SOL or will you, are there opportunities to like order in um, new sizes of a piece? Typically no. Okay. Um, most likely not. There are some things that we have, like I call my core collection. So it's stuff that we will constantly be bringing back. It's like trousers, bodysuits, things like that. But even then, it's just it just really depends on the brand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you do really get a jump on things, especially if it's like um, like spring, summer, or yeah. fall, winter that are only going to be there because everything we place these orders like six months in advance, and they are not very lenient. <laughs> heard yeah speaking of jumping on things I that also brings me to your um interior design and art pieces 
you, first of all, are like one of my favorite people to follow on social media because your <laughs> Instagram stories are the funniest things ever in the world. But you always will post when there's new pieces in the store um, and you'll say exactly, you know, the quantity that you have and how many are left. And you even are transparent about pricing on um, certain items, too, which is amazing. But what have what has been like your approach for picking those pieces? It's sort of the same when it comes to clothing or is there a little bit of a difference? Yeah. So for the home decor, basically what I wanted to kind of round out the whole Jack's lifestyle. So basically everything in my home that I've had for years, I've acquired, I've trying to kind of found them along the way. Um, I brought into the shop. So it's the same thing. I basically curate. Um, I work with the brands as well and we directly source from them. So everything in shop is pretty much from the artist and it's original. So It's very interesting. People, you know, kind of can get turned off by a price very quickly. But if you value the art and the artist behind them, these things actually have like a very bigger meaning behind them. And um, so a lot of the art, the wall art, but we also hold like home decor that's like very valuable as well. Yeah. Um, So, okay, give a couple examples of um, the types of products that you sell. So you said wall art. I know you have coasters. You do coffee table books. What other pieces are there? Yeah, we have a lot of just like, I call them like sculptural art. So like, or just like more fun pieces of art. So we Mm -hmm. sell like one of our bestsellers is the spilled martini glass that like we just can't keep in stock. And people love that. I don't think they've seen it before thought to put that there. Um, the coffee table books, um, we sell actual furniture. Everything you see in store actually is for sale, <laughs> except like the desk that I work the at. The shirt that you're wearing. Can I just Basically. take that right off your back? <laughs> Sometimes I wear things out and I'm like, oh, this is a coat. This is actually for sale. I'll wear it to dinner. Um, but like, yeah, everything, like people don't know that like we have a beautiful um, Soriana sofa upstairs that's like a basically just a display of what we can get for you because we that's like one of our higher selling pieces when we do interior design so I have my clients come in they can sit on it before they order it all of our tables side tables everything wow yeah a lot of people don't know that come in and (laughs) take you out of house and home (laughs) that's totally fine I could have a little break, maybe <laughs> take a couple days off. Yeah, you're right. Okay, shops close because right. there's zero inventory on anything. That would that would be nice. <laughs> but the hours, and speaking of being open versus closed, you have funky hours. They're not the same every yeah. day, right? Yeah. So is that based on just your schedule? Is there some um, continuity across yeah, the board? Yeah, so I've tried to be better. So because I do interior design, I have to leave the shop a lot. I'll usually put a post on the door saying, like, be back at 3 p.m. or something. Um, I am in the process of hiring. We have two girls that work for us, but... Um, it's not a lot of time. So I'm there all the time. I'm there. I try to be there 12 to seven and I'll post if I'm not, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been, it's been difficult. I'm a one man show and I'm doing another completely full-time job on the side. So I understand it's, it can, it can look like I'm never there. And a lot of people do, you know, kind of make comments, but, um, you know, you can always message me and I'll be there at like midnight if you want me to, <laughs> you know, we do that. We do private showings for art. And, you know, I, I think a lot of what people don't see on social media is that I'm actually always there. It just might not be the time that you're there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's so true. It's not like you're just not there because you're out fucking off somewhere, right. you know, yeah. you're, you're a one man, one woman show, yeah. not a yeah. one man yeah. show. You're a one woman show. You're a very small business and you also have to, the, you know, interior design requires you to be physically present for a yeah. lot of things. So you are trying to juggle it all. And even if it's shortened hours or like different hours, you're, it's open every day at some point. Every day. We are open every day. Um, I might start closing on Mondays just to, so I could have like a little bit of my personal life. Yeah. I think <laughs> but, everyone needs a reset day or even just yeah. an admin day, you yeah, know, where yeah. you don't have to work with customers. You can get some stuff done in the back end. Yeah. So I started doing that. I'm going to start horseback riding again so that I can't do that anymore. Except now I'm doing that on Mondays. <laughs> so like things like that, just like things that make you happy. I mean, I don't want my life to be all work. I think yeah. it's like unhealthy. 
That being said, though, I mean, I feel like you thrive off of this chaos a little bit. You (laughs) certainly enjoy it. And I love to see that. But what are you looking forward to most with having new people um, as employees? Is it just being able to take a step back? Or or do you think that the House of Jack's brand will expand in other ways as well? Yeah. So one girl is working under me for interior design. So Mm -hmm. I took on a little bit too much this year. And um, I needed to really outsource. So she's working. I would love for her to become more of like the interior designer for our shop. And then the other girls, like styling wise, I think is so cool to have them there because the more creative ideas, I mean, they went to school for fashion, merchandising, all this stuff that the more ideas that they have, the better I can serve my customers and be like, okay, well, you can hang out with JQ. She's a little bit edgier. She's younger. She's more like streetwear, you know, and then you could hang out with me and it could be like more workwear, you know, older. We all have our little things. So I think that like expanding on that would be really cool. And like they take their own private clients. Um, so do I. And then the interior is like a separate, like kind of mini firm that I am trying to create to expand because it's not scalable with just me and um it's it's so much work yeah (laughs) so I would love for her to like kind of take that off but well I think it's gonna happen I can't wait to see that so I am curious what would you sort of recommend when it comes to interior design style like I and living with my sister at the moment, but in the next couple of months, I'm hoping to be in a place of my own. And I'm thinking of having a clean slate and like, what would I even do with it? How do you normally approach those like initial consults with somebody and give them direction on um, designing their own space for the first time? That's so exciting, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm not there yet. I'm just saying it's the plan. I'm just well, manifesting when, it. Yeah, you can totally do that. Um, I moved out way too soon, by the way. Like I was like, way too young, didn't have any money. So you can do it. <laughs> oh, I'm funny. I was broke on my ass in LA when I did that on right? my own. So yeah. I've been there. I'm you trying to not like, be broke oh, on my own yeah. this time. I don't have so any that's advice why we're, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I think in terms of t- interior design, um, yeah, I, I mean, we, we, we start at a clean slate typically, or sometimes we reverse things. Okay. <laughs> a lot of the clients lately, we've been like working with homes that have been like done and they didn't like them and we're coming in and reversing everything. But if you're starting from a clean slate, very simple pieces. I always say like, get the pieces that you want at first. I'd rather you wait for six months to a year, whatever, to get the sofa that you adore and are obsessed with. Because if you start making those little mistakes, they add up and then all of a sudden your house looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I really push clients to buy exactly what they want. It's like your wardrobe. It's like with anything else in our manifesto, we just buy what you want, you know, take that hit earlier and be happy for longer. Basically, yeah. um, we are like complete hedonists in that way. I am just all about doing what you want and getting what you want and I think that keeping it just very clean and simple so then you can peel away the trendier layers and then revert back in a couple years to like change your style or something Mm -hmm. is a very good idea. Um, And then, yeah, just adding it to be your own. Don't follow the trends. Do exactly what you want. I hate all these like Instagram homes right now that are just so basic. And like, I'm like, where's your personality? You saw this on Instagram, all this beige and, you know, uh, you know, we need some impact, some books that you love. Like, tell me a story about what's on your coffee table. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I don't want to know that you just like saw it was trending. The Tom Ford book. I always (laughs) complain about the Tom Ford book. Everyone has it. I have it. I have it. Hypocrite. But no, no, I love Tom Ford <laughs> no, I'm just and kidding. people don't even know who he is right? or what right. he looks like. It's just for the look of it or yeah. they've seen other people have it. So then they want it Correct. too, but it doesn't mean anything to them. It's not personal, Correct. but I do agree with you. I think for me, the one thing that I always think about is I'm just not going to rush to fill up this space, like yeah. live in the emptiness and that discomfort for a little bit mm-hmm. and take my time because I have a tendency to just go crazy off the bat yeah. and buy a bunch of things that it feels homey. And then I would 
literally hate them like three months later. I've had that in other apartments and I'm like, why the frick did I buy this? Yeah. I don't even like it that much. I just wanted to have something to be on that wall or to be over here and needed an extra pillow. And then you end up spending more money in the long run too. Like don't yeah. be afraid to make an investment on pieces that are going to last you forever and that you really know your heart wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, who cares? It's your place. If it If it's a little empty looking, that's all right. Give yeah. it some time. I think there's like a beauty of that too. Like I remember all those first couple months of moving in and it looking so different and it evolves. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm, I miss those like first days of like sleeping on the floor on the mattress and stuff. <laughs> like when you first move in, like there is kind of a charming aspect to it. Yeah. So you kind of just need to lean into it and enjoy it. Um, but yeah, definitely slow and steady wins the race and like just definitely invest in your pieces for sure. Noted. Yeah. Now skincare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys have to know, I said it last time and I just need everyone to like make sure they understand. I was not gassing you up. I love you and I will hype you up always, but I was not saying how much I love the products just to boost your confidence. I truly could not live without Jack's skincare in my life. The balancing oil is a game changer. It has saved my life. It is truly, I could like, could not, no matter if my skincare regimen, like ever changes, that's the one product that I can guarantee will always be a part of it. But um, it hasn't. Literally since last time I spoke to you, I still use the balancing oil and I exfoliate like once a week, maybe if I need to, you know, like I don't need to go crazy with it. Um, But you really were the one who taught me to simplify and scale that back and not use 900 things unnecessarily. But I'm curious, um, any like new updates on the skincare front, any new products to look out for, any new um, mantras that you've decided to adopt since last time? I mean, I know you don't do cleansers. You like to have, I mean, simple like we're talking about, but what can you share on that front? Um, not much has changed. Um, that has, that business has been around for seven years and it's like tried and true. And like, I think if I try to alter anything or edit, it's going to like, (laughs) yeah, just mess it up. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So we don't, we haven't added anything. We're just trying to get more exposure to the brand and trying to get more people to try the balance oil. So we Mm -hmm. give out samples in store, um, and trying to get that philosophy out that no cleansing, less products, less ingredients and, you know, just better quality products rather than a lot of products. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm curious because I don't think we talked about this last time. For the most part, my skin has been heavenly, not to toot my own horn, but I'm really tooting your horn is what I'm saying. So I don't have too many problems with it, but you human, like every once in a while, there's going to be breakouts. Do you have any recommendations for spot treatments or do you just say, let it run it, let it run its course? Yeah, definitely. Like let it run its course. I, I mean, I have like pretty... Um, hormonal skin. So if it's around the time of my period, I'm definitely breaking out. I actually break out like the week after. It's very weird instead of the week before. So I definitely let your skin go. Exfoliation is key. Um, Something with uh, like a chemical in it can really help like a salicylic acid or um, something like that. So instead of a spot treatments, we don't have one for a reason. I just use the peel pads. Perfect. On the spot. And then that was it. And balance oil, toner, don't change anything else. Just get through it. And your skin loves consistency. So if you can just, you know, kind of bear through it, your skin will adjust back. Yeah. It always does. That's a good tip. Because I think that once we have a breakout, we tend to freak out a little bit and think that we need to adjust something, add something in, change it up. And that's almost going to add more stress to the skin while it's already having a little bit of a flare up. So just remember, don't, Mm -hmm. you know what, you want to avoid doing that in those situations because you don't want to add any other outside elements. Like just keep it as, as consistent as possible. Always go back to baseline, um, depending on what your baseline is, but we, we recommend toner and oil, but yeah, it's it's kind of hard to say that for other brands because if you're using like a heavy moisturizer, like I wouldn't use that, mm-hmm. you know. So always revert back if your skin's having like a weird moment. Toner oil for like a week exfoliation and just it will it will bounce back. 
what do you use for SPF? We have summer coming up. Do you is that something that you'll add into? I mean, we actually we should, have SPF. You but, do, right? Um, yeah, we do. But um, you, I, I also love um, Supergoop. I like Supergoop. Yes, um, a lot of people use it. I just use Elta MD. Yeah, my derm gives it to me. Anything is fine, honestly. Um, we do have one. We, it's not one of our main sellers, so mm-hmm. you know, I think you can kind of get an SPF anywhere. Um, so you feel like no real do's and don'ts. Any SPF will do. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no, no. I just think that. Um, well, I personally like like a physical exfoliator, so something with zinc in it because it physically blocks from the sun as well. Oh. So you know, like the surfer like sunscreen, like that's why they're using it because it physically protects. Like the Taurus with the with the white nose. Yeah, I mean, we don't do that, but okay. like that is the point behind the the, the zinc. It's actually physically oh. protecting you from the sun. Interesting. Yeah, as as well as like having an SPF in it, but. So that is key, although you do get the white cast. You, I mean, they load it on because they're like in the sun. But yeah. if for, for someone just going to the beach, it's you can mix it in like with our oil. It, it blends like effortlessly in okay. and you won't get that white cast. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Any other yeah. product that you would add in? I know you're trying to keep it as simple as possible, but, you know, with being conscious of the season, like with... The sun being stronger, temperatures being warmer. Is there anything you do differently in the summer that people should adopt outside of just making sure that sunscreen's on? I think a lot of people like forget about hydration in the summer. Like they're it, they're like, okay, it's not winter. We're not dehydrated um, or no dry skin. You need to still keep up with your exfoliation and your serums and everything um, because the oil production will kind of rise from you know the. Sp- the spring and summer with the weather heating up, but it will still adjust back if you're keeping it the same. So don't change anything really in your routine and and still use your, your serums and everything. Fantastic. And I know that at the shop, you've been doing a lot of fun collaborations and partnerships, little events here and there. Anything coming up this summer that people can keep an eye out for? Um, Yeah, we'll probably bring back like all of our fun pop-ups we have like djs and <laughs> yeah hurley i asked i'm like no i can't afford it. <laughs> hurley will you give my girl a deal will you give my girl a deal i was like no no he didn't say that i did i was like no, i do it for we're, free we're not <gasps> okay we can't afford that <laughs> wow that's so kind a rager <laughs> let's have a party with <gasps> dj hurley that would be epic Okay, Okay, it's happening. We're going to make it happen. Okay, so people look out for that this summer. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I love that you do that. You invite everybody in, have like these really casual little mixers, and they get to just check out the space. You can get one-on-one education about the products. Um, And now that there's even more going on with the clothing and with the um, interior design or home decor pieces, Mm -hmm. um, it just makes it that much more special and fun. Yeah. A lot of people like meet really good friends from being at those events. Um, I met one of your friends um, when I was there and she was the sweetest thing, but I don't remember her name. And yeah. I don't think she lived here. I think she lived in like Texas or something. Oh my God. That's my best friend. Yeah. 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 So, so like some of them who were my clients, they meet and they're like best friends now. And I'm like, that is so cool. I'll go to dinner with them. And I'm like, wait, you guys met. It's like, they've been friends forever. That happens a lot at, I don't know. I think it's just like women getting together from like different parts of town and yeah. stuff. Um, and I've met a lot of people from it, so I, I love doing it. So that's amazing. Yeah. You're like good luck, Chuck, but for friendships. I'm also good luck, Chuck, for relationships. <laughs> well, 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 just what I wanted to talk about next. <laughs> Is there anything that you'd like to elaborate on that piece before I start inquiring? No, I mean, I think that says it all. I think after. Are you really? Yeah. It's, oh, my family says, oh, it's, it's like factual. Wow. Yeah. So if you would like to get married or settle down or have a baby, <laughs> you just Step have to right date up. me for like two years and then. Yeah. Wow. Two years is a commitment. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're not in a rush, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's happened like every time. <laughs> um, okay. Well, before this um, recording started, we were just catching up a little bit um, since we've 
established that both of us are still single. I'm curious, what has been going on in your dating life since we last chatted with you? Have you been going on a lot of dates? Are you on the apps? Are you getting any professional advice? shaking his head at me because I, I it's so hard for me because I really try to pretend like I like don't, don't know talk. things like I'm asking questions that are new questions that I already know the answers to but my <laughs> they're like such probing questions or leading what it's li- like leading Le- questions leading in the court. witness you're literally lead- <laughs> yeah okay so tell me about your matchmaking service oh god experience okay. experience I, that's my next venture <laughs> no um so, as you know, no, so a matchmaking service reached out. Well, I'm not I'm not dating. I'm, I'm not really on the apps. I'm on Raya. I, I think it's kind of... Can you get me on Raya? Yeah. Yeah. I've been on the wait list. Send me a referral. I just did it for a friend of mine. I, it's, I, it's, yeah. Okay. Noted. Thank you. It's not at all as Do you feel like there's be? a better, higher caliber of men on there? Yes. You do? Because the only reason why is because I always say that I'm not really into dating apps, which I'm not. However, every once in a while, one of my friends will convince me to try them out. And every time that I do, I see like the same guys. And that's um, that's nothing against them. I'm not saying that because obviously I'm still going on it too, right? But it's just like if it didn't work out before, it's not going to work out now, right? Or if it wasn't a match yeah. before, it's not going to work out. So I, I feel like it just gets very stale. Yeah. Um. So I was going to, like I had thought about, okay, maybe there'll be like different people on here um, yeah. that I haven't seen yet before. However, Raya doesn't think I'm qualified, so. No, it's not true. It's it, there. It takes a while because it got so popular. Mm-hmm. I got on years ago when it was like, no one knew about it. A friend from New York told me about it and yeah. referred me. And I like snuck in, I think because I'm from Boston and there's not, there was like no one in Boston. They were like, okay, check. Yeah. (laughs) Because then people are like, uh, now they can't get in. And I think it's just because it's so busy. Definitely hot, not higher. They better looking. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, They're definitely, I don't know. It is a different caliber, I think. Do you feel like you have a different experience in terms of like guys are looking for more of a relationship versus a hookup? Or are you going to see that? Okay, so you're going to see both. I think that's a person thing. I've never had a relationship from Raya, but I've made like really great business connections or um, like friendships. Um, (laughs) Like, I mean, (laughs) but it's like any other app, like guys are still going to be guys, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. but the one thing it does is it goes uh, around the world. So it's not just Boston and it's kind of, it's, it's just as often you'll see someone from Boston, if not less than you will. It's mostly New York, LA, London, Miami. So it's not necessarily guy. You got to be prepared for a long distance relationship if you meet with somebody um, or match with somebody. Yeah. I mean, if you travel a lot or, you know, they travel a lot. I mean, a lot of people travel here. For work, um, I think it's doable. I think if you want it okay. to work, it it could. It's just, yeah, obviously it's it's not ideal. It's it's harder to like get together. <laughs> Harley, have you ever tried to get on Raya? No. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Can you get me and Hurley both yes. on it, and then we'll see who um, has a better experience. We can compare. That yeah. would be kind of nice. It's, it's it's definitely like. It's just like a, I don't know, it's a little bit like of a more like quality like app, I would say. Okay. I've been on all of them. I'm not, I haven't been on for years, but I always kept Riot around because I just find it so interesting. Some of the people you see on there, you're just like, wow, I'd love to have dinner with them because they're, you know, very important business people or like D list celebrities or something. Like you're just like, you want to know. They're just interesting. They're interesting. Yeah. And it's just a, it's just different people. And you'd never be able to connect with those people in real life. Like, yeah, because you match through an app. So, you know, it's not like you saw them on a street or you were at a bar right. in New York. And you're well, like, a lot of those people percent. like aren't just like always out and available to run into. You know what I mean? I right. feel like their schedules are a lot busier. So yeah. it makes it difficult. Hence why the app comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've gone on like so many like lots of um 
pro athletes and stuff, which isn't wow. my, it's not my gig, but you know, if you're, yeah, I'm not into that. No, I me mean, either. I say that as if I have like nine lining up, which I don't, <laughs> but I just mean like that lifestyle is not for me. No, it's not. But yeah, it's still kind of, I don't know. It's just interesting. Okay, well, we can talk more about that after we stop yeah. recording. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I, I, Hurley, I want you to kind of be involved in this conversation, too, because we're all singles here. And Hot Girl Summer is approaching, <laughs> which I've never used that expression before in my life, but somehow it just flowed right out. Um, but how are you guys, I'm curious, like approaching dating differently this summer? Or are you not approaching dating differently this summer? Curly, I want you to start. I wasn't planning on changing anything. You weren't planning seasonally. on anything? <laughs> well, I feel like summer, like people come out to like play. There's like a lot more mingling. There's a lot more opportunity yeah. to meet people. Like the better weather, the warmer weather gets people outside. There's more events. I feel like it's, it's a, a lot of people meet during the summertime. Mm. Yeah. No. I guess I mean, could see that. Yeah, no. Like I'm definitely not meeting anybody on like December 19th in a nor'easter. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? But like, no, I, mean, I, agree. I, think, I agree. You know what I mean? I think my issue is that I'm just like, I can't be out and about because like, I, I basically live at the club. So like, mm. that's like my only really experience when it comes to meeting other people. And I feel like I don't necessarily want to be with the girls that go out to the club all the time. Yeah. You know what? We, we've talked about this before and it's been a while since you've given us an update. Have you had the same types of girls continue to kind of approach you or have you noticed any changes? And cause that was a problem for you before. It was just like girls kind of wanting to attach themselves to the DJ and like get behind the booth and like get their requests in. Right. And it was just girls that were going out all the time. You weren't super sure they were <laughs> eligible bachelorettes. Kinda, but I also feel like it's kind of the other way around in some cases too. I guess just like, I'm not really as into them. I don't know if that's just because of the stigma I have against them. That might not even be true in the first mm -hmm. place. But I, I think everyone that I've met, I haven't really wanted to do anything like long term with. Yeah, because of the simple fact that they're in the club. I'm just not interested in their personality. Like I, I just don't think that we would connect. <laughs> I love this. So good. <laughs> I know. Wait, is no, that Jax so was your <laughs> guest? Right. <laughs> it's a lot of questions. A lot of questions in my direction. <laughs> We're all friends here. I was trying to yeah. open up the conversation. No, no, no. I was making Sorry. sure that I understand. No, but I you agree turn into their personalities. Him. But like, also, like, you can apply that in anything. Like, if you don't like pro athletes or you don't want that lifestyle, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Or like a finance guy who wa works all the time, or you know, a doctor who works weekends. Like, it's the same thing. I think you can apply it. He's just like in the club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the toughest part about it when you're at the club, too, with the music so loud. I'm really only judging the person off of their looks because we can't even we can't have a, like a conversation. You don't like their personalities. You just said that's the problem. So I only <laughs> no. I only meet them through their looks and then I find out what their personality is gotcha. like. And I'm like, mm, I don't really vibe with you much. What type of personality are you going for? Um, I don't know, just like someone who likes to like do things go out on like hikes and okay just i don't know it's it's oh. well if for like from what i'm hearing it sounds like your work life is very exciting and like all over the place and like kind of has that party element to it mm -hmm. so when you think about your personal life and relationships you want someone where maybe like a little bit more slower pace like do things outside not like having that opposite experiences to like ground you. not necessarily okay. i feel like the examples i'm thinking of it was like either they were like overly obsessed about me which kind of wow. sorry not to toot my own rightfully so it kind of like turned me off though because i was like okay you were way too into this yeah. this relationship mm -hmm. than i am right now and like clearly i feel like strong. that's not a good sign if I'm not as into it as you are, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to feel like one sided to me. And then other people that's like negative all the time. And they're just like, no it's just like random. Yeah. A lot of negative. There's very like there. specific things that kind of just like throw me off. Okay. Jax, back to you. You I know what you. I always say about that though? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got you. 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 I got
I know he's, he's right. Like, okay. No, so, I think that's I, that, great answers. Right? I was just curious. It's honest. We have we don't get to have Hurley chat that much uh, as often anymore. I so know, I, I like to we... bring him in. The people want updates. Mm. I think piggybacking what he said, something about one person can like completely turn you off. And then the same person like next time will like do the same thing. And you're like, if you like them, you know what I mean? So like what I took totally. from that is he just probably hasn't met the right person. 1000%. There, like, I, I think of it more of like quirks. If there's somebody that I'm really into for a whole host of other reasons, and then somebody that I'm not really sure about, but they have that like one thing that they do that's kind of irks you. Yeah. There's concessions you're willing to make for certain people that you're not willing to for make sure. for others. You know and what like I mean? We, we definitely like wash red flags white. Like you, if you like them and you're just like, oh, it's fine. But the same person, if you don't like them, you'll be like, that's a red flag. And 1, I'm like, but you didn't say that about the previous person. <laughs> you know, we can make anything a red flag, by the way. We can get any ick about anything. Mm-hmm. So I think it just matters like, you know, connection and like, you know, really just what are you willing? Everyone has red flags. If you didn't, it'd be weird. What's your biggest red flag? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Bad relationship with their family. Yes, that's a good one. Um, meaning no relationship or a strange relationship? Mm, I mean, I guess either. Either. What if they've distanced themselves because oh, for a reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. So that would be the exception, but for the most part, if someone's not close with their family, that would be a pause. I, well, for you. I think you mean like, fam- like you have like family relationships. Like if they're close with like I don't know. Maybe I think maybe like the drama that surrounds it or something. Like I don't know. Maybe like if you're close with like your sister or something, but you're not close. With, like that can that's fine as long as you have like that family like. Or maybe they want a family, like it, they have to have those like values. Mm-hmm. But I think the relationships can be like, it's tough. I Right, you can't have the same, I mean, everybody's an individual. So your yeah. relationship with one person yeah. may not be the same the as somebody else. around it for sure, that's what I, I agree. Yeah, is that what you would say? Is yeah. that what you meant? Yeah. I would also say lack of a passion or hobby for something. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's a red flag, but I just feel like that's like, not yeah. something I'm into. Like, you got to have your own life. I completely agree. I, th- I would say that's probably one of my biggest turnoffs, I would say. More of a turnoff than, like, a red flag. I feel like red flag gets associated with, like, they're a toxic person yeah. or they're, you know, not a good person. Right. Um, and I don't think that that's necessarily that. But for me, to somebody who's too complacent and like doesn't have their own little side hustle, their own thing that they like to do for themselves. I want somebody who challenges me and pushes me and like we grow together. And if somebody's just chilling, that's not attractive to me at all. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't care if it's literally like you like to crochet on the side. Like I literally don't care what it is. It can be anything. It just has to be something that you do for you that you enjoy. You don't have to try to monetize it. It's not like to be, you know, the next big thing in a certain space, Mm -hmm. but having that thing that you enjoy doing for you and not someone who just like clocks in, clocks out and just tries to get by in their life. You know? Yeah, that's... No, that's not a drag. I think I would say like that's my biggest. Yeah, I guess it's not really a red flag, but like my biggest like eh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't yeah, you wouldn't go on a date. What has been your biggest challenge in dating in the last 6 or 7 months? Like where are your experiences or the guys you've dated been falling short? Oh, there's you know, there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> They're great guys. Um I have a problem with like connecting with people or like mm-hmm. being like just kind of thinking the same way, you know, yeah. like just being like, oh, you're like almost like going into it as like, would we be friends, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I think I have a problem like finding that connection. I think that's so rare. Yeah. So, and I won't, I don't want anything less than that. So it's a pretty high standard. I've had it, you know, I know it's out there. Of course. But, it's rare. So if they don't do that, then, you know, I, I'm just, I'm, so it's not like that. It's, 
I have the time to date, even though I have no time to date. Everyone has time to date. Yeah. They're lying if they say they're not. People make time for the things that they want to do. 100%. If I met someone tomorrow, I would make it work, you know? And so would they. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Honestly, just like not being like cool enough. <laughs> or like, <laughs> like nobody has style in Boston. No one does cool things, you know? Like they... <laughs> For being honest, you're just not cool enough. You're not. Let's use the word interesting. Cool sounds cool. kind of high school. You're not cool. Okay, you're not cool. <laughs> They're just not cool. No, like I think Holy, like help me out they here. could be interesting in their own ways, but like, I don't know. Being cool with like things like not letting things bother them. Like, you know, people need to be more malleable, I think. Like, everyone mm -hmm. is like, do you fit my, you know, puzzle piece? Like, no. Like, let's be cool. Like, let's make this, you know, kind of more of a... You have to, I don't know, be a little like, bit cooler. It's not about, yes, they don't dress like most people. <laughs> you know, we can fix that. Just being cool personality. I mean, being chill, like, not having, being set in your ways, I think, is huge for me. Yeah. Like, if people stop evolving and stuff, and, like, you can see that or they're not, like, self-aware, like, that bothers me. Mm -hmm. I'm a very open-minded person. I don't want to be judged. Um, that that bothers me. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think that's why, like, the having that one thing or multiple things or whatever on the side is important for me because I and like, not, not having that complacency. Like, I want somebody who interests are going to change and evolve over the years, their passions, their priorities, yeah. like, someone who is just this, like, ever transforming type of person because I think that that's what life's all about. But I also agree with you. We have to understand that, you know, I'm trying to date you just as much as you're trying to date me. And so it's not, I think sometimes people look at it like, oh, does this person check all my boxes? Did they have mm -hmm. everything that I'm looking for? And it's a two-way street. It's not about just having someone, you know, cut and copied and pasted into your yeah. life. It's the merging of the two and how you guys balance and complement each other. So if someone's just like unwilling to change and super fixated, right. that's never going to work. I mean, a relationship's all about compromise. Yeah, like my the biggest thing I realized about dating this year is like I don't have like boxes anymore I don't have red flags I don't have even a type I just like let it roll <laughs> and like it because when you look back to all my successful relationships uh -huh. it just happens I could do something really dumb or could dress the wrong way or could be having a bad week and I still went on that date and it still worked out yeah. it's always going to work out if it's supposed to work out and you shouldn't have to try like so sometimes I'm like oh like I wish I had my nails done for this date or something I'm like you think he gives a fuck about my nail color you know that's not the color I want him to see me like the first time it's going to work so taking the pressure off and every time that I've had a successful relationship it's always like it was indestructible it could it was going to happen yeah you know we both wanted it so it's kind of, I've been hands off, you know, I don't look for certain things anymore. I don't look for not, like, I don't not look for certain things. Like, it's like, it's just, I just let it roll, you know, because yeah. you can't control it. A feeling. Mm -hmm. Hurley, do you guys look at girls' nails color? No. What color you, are my nails right now? <laughs> do you know? <laughs> you tried to look at the monitor. Black. I, know, I thought they'd match your shirt. my nails are light pink. <laughs> Oh, um, like they always are. But okay, so that's not something guys notice. What is one thing that girls may not expect, but guys pay attention to? Hmm. Like, are you looking at anything that we would wear? The is, Like the way that we style our hair, makeup? Is it anything appearance wise or? I feel like it depends on, depends on the guy. Because I feel like yeah. every guy has like their own kind of interests, hair color. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I don't know. Fashion. Yes. Dress. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah I was gonna say I feel like guys have very different opinions when it comes to clothing. Like some guys are very set on like the girl being conservative in the way that she dresses because it kind of 
denotes that she'll be like more family oriented like that's a wifey type where like a girl will like want to dress like sexy and then it'll make them think that she's not you know what I mean Oh, I mean, unless that's subconscious, I don't, I've never really made that association. Well, I feel like as, especially as I've gotten older, when I have conversations with my guy friends, like they, I've heard people say things like, you know, she shouldn't be coming with like her boobs out on the first date or like, you know, don't wear like this Uh, little mini skirt, this mini dress. And sometimes like we wear it because we feel good and we feel confident, like showing off a little skin or whatever, but actually it's like giving the wrong message to Mm. the guy. I could see that. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I think guys like will take wrong messages. Like (laughs) they'll be like, well, she had her shirt on. Like, you know, she was wearing a corset, you know? Yeah, she I just clearly think it's not wanted that serious. <laughs> yeah. But I think I never dress really sexy on a first date. No. I think it always pays off because mystery is key <laughs> with everything. Mm-hmm. But um, men love when a girl dresses like sophisticated and yeah. classy. They say classy. It just means elegant <laughs> or like, you know, that they're not. I But also I always have one piece of like skin showing. So whether it's my legs versus my top, never have two pieces like sections yes. of skin. I would wear this on a first date. Like yeah. I'd come from work, you know, it's whatever. I But yeah, I always have my hair down. I have like ru- like kind of these things that I like for my own self where I feel most confident Cause I get really anxious. Like, yeah, I think that's all that it comes down to. It's just like wearing what you feel yeah. confident in Yeah, and not dressing for yourself rather than trying to dress for the yeah. male gaze. Yeah. So do the, like, don't, like, <laughs> don't give them anything gaze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll have to have a round three and maybe next time we'll talk and see what other relationship updates there are. But I don't have any any further questions at this time. Cool. Anything else we need to discuss? It's very witness standing. Yeah. She said your court collection earlier. Now I think I'm Core. in. Oh. <laughs> I thought because it was like blazers you meant no. like court. <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> Sometimes. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not enunciating. Yeah, I mean, if you could please articulate a little bit better, I will for sure. Save people like me a whole lot of Court headaches. Collection. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, it was so fabulous having you in here. Literally, you do something to me that throws me off my game every single time, but I really enjoy it. Um. This was fun. I like that we got to talk a little bit about everything and got some updates on all that's going on. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. What is the address? It's on Dartmouth Street. Fifty nine Dartmouth. Fifty nine Dartmouth. Myth. It's gorgeous. It's stunning. Everybody go in, go check it out. And your social media is it House of Jacks, Jack Skincare, House all of, the above. Yep. House of Jacks Boston. House of Jacks Boston. Jacks Skincare and my personal. Perfect. So, um, and website shophouseofjacks.com. Shop House of Jacks. Mm-hmm. And they can buy. The skincare, they can buy everything. The, everything. Yep. Everything. Our art galleries up there. You can see it all. You can't buy the art online, but um, everything you can you can see on, on the website. For shipment or pickup? Both. Wow. She we got it all. Thinks of it all. <laughs> all right. I love you. I love you guys at home, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.